Welcome to Travel Market Life, uh, where we look at what's happening across the travel market and speak to some of our contacts to find out how they are addressing the market at this time. It's incredibly difficult. We're all in lockdown. We're all working from home. But there's still things that we need to do to make sure that we're ready for when travellers return again. And different markets are behaving in different ways. Uh, there have been different levels of restrictions on movement. There's been uh, different approaches in the way that they handle their economies. And it's a big question is going to be of when will the travel market open up again? Now, we're already looking at it's going to be several weeks or even a few months uh, before things will get moving and even fully moving. We're looking at more than a year. But we're going to be speaking to Dan de Bran today, um, who is from BookBoost, a guest messaging platform based in Sweden. Now, hi, Dan. Uh, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Ryan. I'm doing very well, thank you. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, very well, thank you very much. The sun is shining. That's the one thing I have to be grateful at the moment. Uh, how is it over there in Sweden? Because you actually haven't had a lockdown like we have uh, in the UK and m much of the rest of Europe. We haven't, we haven't, yeah. Um, yeah, in that sense, I guess Sweden is a little bit different than most countries in Europe. And perhaps one of the advantages here is that there is a bit more, uh, it's as simple as that perhaps, that there's a bit more space. So people by nature are a bit more distant. And there has been recommendations from the government. So no regulations, but recommendations. And so far that's, uh, that's working well. Yeah, I mean, there's been quite a bit of talk, especially here in the UK, about how uh, Sweden's approach has been quite unique. And as you say, it's it's the culture of the people that makes a big difference. So people are talking about how Italy perhaps managed to um, be be a victim quite quickly because of the number of kisses and and hugs that people give. Um, it, it, did you do you think that has a, a lot to do with it, or is it just a matter that uh, a lot of uh, uh, Swedish tend to uh, just have a different sort of lifestyle or it's just the fact that there's less people in, in the country? Uh, could could very much be the case, I, I believe. Swedes are very, very warm people, very family oriented. Uh, that said, at the same time, like leaving the apartment, I've never seen one of my neighbors in the hallway, you know? So it's kind of like when you leave your apartment and, and your neighbor hears that and they would want to go out too, they would rather wait a minute. <laughs> so this this kind of uh, not social distancing, but keeping keeping it a bit distance, not not minding each other's business, it's something that's uh, that's in the DNA of Swedish people, I would say. And uh, in this case, that's an advantage because it's it's yeah not as not spread as easily probably indeed as as in countries like Italy. Yeah, I believe so. And with your team as well, are you, are you guys still working from the office because you're able to, or are you spending more time now working from home? Yeah, we're uh, all of us are, are home most of the time. Um, luckily for us, that was already in, into our uh, routine, into our, uh, into our uh, working habits. So in that sense, not a big change, uh, but of course, uh, yeah, we, it's different digital as, as you've experienced it as well. I mean, all these meetings digitally, it's a different energy than having a meeting in real life, right? So, but yeah, most of us are, are home, yeah. 
And um, you, you've got a guest messaging platform um, that for specifically for hotels uh, to allow them to keep in contact with their with their guests. Um, so, how have your hotels had to respond at this time? Um, how have you had to manage uh, your customers and their expectations of, of the product and, and what you can deliver them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when this when COVID really started to to hit us. Uh, Obviously, the first thing we did was to reach out to to our customers and and talk to them how this impacts them, and that was kind of a process. Like it, it also for some change from week to week, and we've been um, we've been just being there, available for them to try and see where we can help. And I think particularly for us, and that's that's a little bit in our advantage, I would say, our concept digital communication. Uh, is actually still quite useful, even even for for hotels that are closed at the moment. They can still use the tool to be virtually open, if you can say so, and be in touch with their guests using communication channels, or be in touch with future potential guests that that are perhaps at home thinking about the their next trips. I mean, this will be over at some point, right? So that's at least I believe the mindset that many people have, and to still be available and accessible for these kind of future guests is something that's useful for, for our customers. So in that sense, we, I guess we, uh, from our, from our company's perspective, we are, we are a little bit fortunate and, and we're happy that we can still add value for, uh, for the industry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at a time when digital communications is everything, we're all working from home, uh, we all need internet access, uh, we all need to be able to have access to the uh, applications and the systems that we use at work. Um, again, being able to communicate with guests, they're, they're not able to walk into the hotel, um, they might not be able to phone the hotel, um, Certainly, some um, phone systems don't allow uh, to divert calls to um, other lines, etc. So, I guess this is where the magic um, of guest messaging comes in, but also that um, ongoing movement in society that we're moving more towards this quick text approach and communication. And have you been seeing that with 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 some of your hotels? I mean, I, I guess, as you say, they've had to deal with huge numbers of cancellations, postponements. Uh, there must be a lot of concerned customers out there about what would happen to their booking. Um, so are, are, you, are we seeing more people contact using, I guess, these new forms of, of, of consumer messaging um, than more traditional styles like uh, email? Yeah, I mean, for what we can see from our customers, definitely, uh, for the reason that it's just convenient to be able to reach out with just like a few clicks away, you send your message, uh, you you can often like get automated flows where you can already like get answers to your most frequently asked questions and so on. So it's really convenient, uh, perhaps, maybe now more than ever, where there is a lot of uncertainty I and mean, you've made a booking and you want to know what's up. I mean, with our solution, you can make a pre-filled flow for that so that it's easy for the guests to get that information. And that's really key, like to be clear and to be um, to be easy, uh, easily accessible and, and, and for the guest perspective and to get there, uh, yeah, to know for them what's up. And I don't know for other hotels, I've had, we've had like a number of conversations with uh, hotels that do not use BookBoost today, who kind of share that, like they got, I wouldn't call it a wake-up wake call, but a, a little bit of a 
a push to realize that, okay, hold on, uh, it's, it's really time for us to think about our digital setup. And I mean, even now, but also when the market picks up again, if you can just like processes that don't necessarily add value, right? Like I think that person to person contact will never really, and I hope it will never really uh, yeah, vanish. And it will always add value, but all these recurring processes, like those, can, you, those you, can, you can cut out. And I think that's something that the industry has to look into and that the industry will look into, um, yeah, maybe now with a push uh, due to COVID. I mean, it's interesting you talk about this automation process because automation is something that's really been um, developing and evolving over the last decade now. And it's uh, gaining that confidence to bring it into the business place. We, we see a lot of the automati automation um, with the at-home Echo devices uh, where people can ask questions, get an answer. A lot of consumers have started to perhaps use them without necessarily realizing how these automation systems um, quite naturally actually add efficiencies uh, to their own personal lives. But do, do you think there's been a bit of a disconnect between um, how uh, businesses see the use of these tools and how consumers are using these tools? Uh, yes and no. I think markets, markets, it's quite a difference between different markets. Some markets mm -hmm. have adopted these kind of new technologies more than, than others. But then there's in each market, there's the more forward thinking ones that are generally speaking uh, more, more open to new technologies. Uh, in our opinion, it's a matter of time that like technologies that are out there, that are on the phone, everything is going more to mobile. Everything has to be more instant. It, it has to be convenient. People want to take decisions fast. And uh, yeah, that all calls for, for new technologies. So yeah. A disconnect, yeah, yes and no, it depends a bit on the market, I, I would say. So I think uh, it's really interesting to also look at uh, markets that are more developed in, in, in regards to that and also to uh, for us as an industry to look at other industries such as like the airline industry that is typically a little bit, a few steps ahead of, of the, the hotel industry and that have adopted new technologies. And I can really feel the difference from a consumer perspective. I love to, to fly with KLM, for instance, who is really good with the consumer experience in my, in my experience. And so, yeah, it depends a bit, but I think that one good thing that we can take from, uh, from this unfortunate situation is, uh, is that there's a lot of opportunities out there and, Hopefully we all have a little bit of time now to think about it, to reflect on our businesses and to maybe build a bridge between the disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it just speeds things up. If, if people aren't doing their daily day-to-day -day tasks, um, they've got that time to really look at exploring new opportunities and new ways of doing things. And it's, it's starting to become a, a subject, a topic matter now, much more within some of the webinars and webcasts um, as they stop looking at sort of the data um, or trying to predict what's going to happen in the market. It's more about, okay, what is happening right now? 
How are we able to uh, ride the storm? How are we able to become more intelligent in the way that we're using these tools around us? I mean, these are tools to help us do our job. These aren't tools to replace us in our particular role. Um, what One particular example I remember seeing last year when I was at World Travel Market was... Um, at Radisson Edwardian Hotels and their, um, their, their, their guest service app, um, Edward, and it, it acts as a digital concierge. Um, it's fully automated. Uh, it was, it's interesting when uh, the, the, the tech lead uh, who was presenting his design, because they built it all internally, which I believe is not too different um, to the sort of functionality and features that BookBoost offers but how people actually believed there was actually a person called Edward working at the hotel because it just showed how personal these tools were. It showed how responsive and how accurate they were at being able to answer some of these questions that are much more automated and being able to then route them to an individual if the question was perhaps more unique and didn't have a, a direct clear answer. Whilst at the same time, being able to process all the requests that the guest has from wanting to book spa or, or breakfast or uh, a, a later stay. And these are certainly some of the things that you've you've talked to talked to me about in the past. And um, I've, I've certainly seen some case examples of some of the ways that your hotels and hostels have seen a great advantage from being able to have that dialogue with the guest when that guest isn't actually in the hotel and, and, and not actually not not bombard them with emails, but with short, sharp, sweet messages that get to the point. Right. Yeah. Is that the way communication is going now? I mean, we've all had these social conventions of being incredibly polite and nice. Um, but the way that people exchange text messages is inherently different to where you write an email when you write an email hi sir you introduce you ask the question you summarize you thank and say goodbye um do you see the same thing in text messaging <laughs> yeah uh yes i mean a lot of hotels ask us so they have the same challenges. Like we want to be able to have more touch points with our guests. Uh, some, I mean, some hotels or they just see their guests at check-in and check-out, right? And then that's 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 the opportunities they they can uh, they can engage with their guests unless they proactively like somehow reach out to them. So they're really looking for tools like how can we uh, find something. That we can uh, that we can realize that engagement and generate that and drive that more, uh, but at the same time, like we have our operations, how do we do that without like having to increase too much? And I mean, they can't hire new employees, they can't ask their current employees to work more, etc. So how can you do that at scale? We always say like uh, we enable hotels to build a personal relationship with each of their guests. And how do you do that at scale? Because you can't spend that time with everyone, right? And you can't write that email that you're talking about with each guest. And I have to say, like, this messaging concept, uh, I'm, of course, an enthusiast uh, about that. But I really, really like that this is now finally being adopted more and more by the industry because it brings a whole lot, lot new, uh, like, field of opportunities. Because you can work with a lot of data, you can automate large chunks of it. Uh, also, when you have such solution in place, you will see that you will get less phone calls and less emails 
so you actually free uh, space up to engage and and then when you like going back to those recurring processes when you automate that and when your operations are really on point so you don't lose time on that you can use these tools to do that and then you have more time to spend quality time with your guests and that's what it's all about uh, to build a personal relationship be able to like someone comes and they want an experience like today a rich life it doesn't mean uh it doesn't really mean material materialistic uh, that much uh, anymore but it's more a life full of experiences that's considered to to be a rich life more and more and, uh, and that will only uh, develop in that direction so using technology to be on top of all that boring stuff all the recurring stuff and then uh, freeing up time to actually like create and create memories create experiences uh, that's what we see uh, is happening and i'm just super excited for the uh, hospitality industry with that development yeah because you're effectively a startup for, for a young business uh, be going just a few years um what worries or um hopes do you have now on the back of um the, the situation that we're in and it, there's been a lot of talk about you know the investment market uh, the, the impact it's going to have on startups uh, some saying that this is this is a great time to be a startup because the ability to be much more flexible the fact that you're working on um perhaps uh you you, you you're working you know maybe you don't have um you don't have to worry about the the revenue that needs to come in so much as necessary about getting your product out into the market and and, and solving that problem um but certainly over the last few weeks when you've spoken to other entrepreneurs and other startups sort of how ha, ha, how do you see the the opportunities there and um how ha, how how are you prepared now to to see through the next few months yeah yeah i mean looking at other companies and uh, I've, I've spoken to to some uh i believe every company is unique and everyone has their own uh, unique challenges and also looking at the concept some are more applicable than others and more easily like usable also in in these kind of situations than others um, so that depends a bit on, on what kind of company it is. But what I generally see is that, especially uh, referring to companies in the hospitality tech world, that almost all companies that I know, they're really looking into how can we make our product useful uh, regarding, uh, during this time now. And they're also super flexible in, in, in trying to offer that to the market. So I really recommend like every hotelier out there to do some research, look into what kind of systems can help them and try to contact these, these companies because I'm sure that they, they can be flexible and they really position themselves. I mean, it's tough for hospitality tech companies as it's tough for, for hotels. I think that's also part of it. Like we all need to realize that it's difficult for everyone, uh, but they really position themselves as being a resource to be available to, to help out. And yeah, I think that's really a, really a nice thing. Uh, but then at the same time, it's challenging. I mean, for startups, I don't know if I can say particularly, like I think for each company, it's difficult now. And But obviously as a startup, you want to grow and, and, and move forward. And, and like, I think it's important to still create opportunity to not stand still. And yeah, for us, I consider ourselves fortunately because our concept does uh, apply still, uh, but 
at the same time, I mean, it's a challenging situation for anyone, and I just hope it doesn't doesn't take too long. And I think it's important, or at least that's what we uh, what we believe in, to be realistic, to be transparent, uh, but also to keep a positive mindset because we need to to keep believing in that in that uh, in that better time in the future. I think it's very important. And as you say, there is time now when there, people aren't doing a day to day, they aren't distracted by guests on the floor uh, to be able to explore some of these new technologies. And as you mentioned, there's, there's a whole plethora of vendors out there who are offering special offers um, at this particular time, either try for free or free until you get to uh, a certain usage or a certain occupancy, whether they've got rid of their subscription charges and just charging commissions. So obviously you won't get anything until your first booking, which is great because at least you get a bit more familiar with it. Uh, you yourselves at Book Boost also have an offer that it's uh, available for free for all hotels until uh, the end of June. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and um, what, what what other ways are you helping? Um, what, what what resources are you providing? Yeah. So. Uh, we, we try to let the market know that, that we are there. We, we, we can have a chat. I mean, most of our, our team is, is available. Uh, we, we can share experiences. We can think along with the hotelier just to try and see where, where we can help. I think that's all we can do in these times. And then other than that, we have um, a set of resources that we're working on. So we do a webinar every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Uh, to 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 try and I mean that's that's from our perspective to try and uh, share like how does book boost guest messaging how could that help in uh, in these times and like you said it's it's a free offer the webinars are for free the 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 tool can be used uh, for free it's a resource that's out there uh, for grabs um, I would say try to make use of it because it's it's available and it can really help. Uh, like communication is key, relationships are key. Uh, and then like hotels and the industry can can be yeah, can get out of this uh, with as little impact. Of course, that's what we all try to do. And uh, yeah, we try to also contribute from from our side to where we can. That's our mindset uh, in our company. Yeah. And uh, do you have any advice for any other resources or webcasts, webinars that you could recommend uh, the industry to tap into, find out a bit more about? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my LinkedIn is full of, uh, of of these kind of resources at the moment. I'm really impressed by all other companies that are like so open and, and working on content creation and looking into market and trying to make sense and trying to share that knowledge. Uh, so, for instance, uh, there's there's quite some good resources on SiteMinder and they also organize a webinar, which is uh, next Thursday at uh, 11 a.m. Central European time. Um, Generally speaking, uh, I believe to get a good overview, Hotel Tech Report is really useful because they categorize all different companies. So if you are in this situation where you're thinking of, okay, I want to think a little bit, like just reflect on my organization uh, and I want to get some sort of overview what's out there, then I would go to Hotel Tech Report, sign up for companies, follow them on, on LinkedIn. I'm pretty sure they will do a webinar as well or uh, share like resources to, to educate the market. I think it's a good time now to, uh, to sit back, uh, think a little bit and uh, use the time to, to educate yourself and, and to try to do better when, yeah, when we get out of this. So yeah, and then of course, yeah, like I mentioned, we do our webinars on, on Wednesdays 
at 3 p.m. So anyone is welcome to join that uh, to um, to educate yourself more about um, online guest communications. That's the main uh, the main topic of the series. Uh, so yeah, ton there's tons at the moment. Excellent. That's wonderful. Done. Uh, thank you very much indeed uh, for joining us. And if people want to find out a bit more about uh, the guest messaging platform and the free offer, they can visit uh, bookboost.io. Yes, you got it. <laughs> yeah, more and than guess all the details are there. Send us a message. We're, we're here. Uh, have a look on the website. Sign up for the webinars. Anything that, that can help. Like, we're here. Yeah. And thank you very much, Ryan, for, for having me in this, uh, in this talk show today. I wish you all the best. No problem. Thank you very much indeed, Dan. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining us uh, today uh, for this particular episode uh, for Travel Market Life. Uh, for all the resources, do get in contact with us. Um, look out for the following episode due very soon. Uh, this show was produced by Haynes Marcons, broadcast on StreamYard, available on YouTube and as a podcast. Uh, the music is by Dano Songs. Thanks again.